From the west side of Charlotte, North Carolina, this is Here for Good, a collection of stories and conversations with the kinfolk of QC Family Tree. Listen in as we seek to awaken the popular imagination to new possibilities of abundance and spark social action for the common good. I'm one of the kinfolk. My name is Helms Gerald. Watershed Theology. Ched Myers is an activist and theologian who has for 30 plus years been challenging and supporting Christians to engage in peace and justice work and radical discipleship. In May 2014, Myers wrote an article in Sojourners Magazine entitled, A Watershed. You should read it. In it, he states, I believe the most important theological and practical journey of our time is to reclaim and restore our sense of place in and on the land. The dominant culture of urban modernity, in which most of us were raised, is one characterized fundamentally by displacement and alienation from land and place. Mobility has trumped roots for most non-indigenous North Americans. Indeed, capitalism promotes exotic lifestyles, patterns of domestic life, work, and leisure, which are not native, naturalized, or acclimatized to their place. Our culture of displaced and displacing mobility has severed most of us from rootedness in a home place. Placelessness is the primary form of first world alienation. So here's what happens in my own words. Much of our lives are scattered and disconnected. The media makes us aware of what's happening in Malaysia, Syria, and Afghanistan. Social media makes us aware of what's happening on Justin Timberlake's dinner plate or Kim Kardashian's closet. Movies make us ever aware and afraid of kidnapping, terrorism, plagues, and heartbreak. Constant travel makes us forget what day it is. It knocks our body clocks out of whack. High demands require us to compartmentalize our lives. This is the time for our job. This is the time for my family. This is the time for church. And then if one thing creeps into another, and it does, thanks to advances in technology like phone bleeping to notify us, bing, 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 you have a message, bing, 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 you may finally be resting, but make sure you remember to turn in your paper, bing, 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 pick up your prescription, bing, 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 your bills are due, stress bubbles to the surface and leaves us ever distracted. In such an atmosphere, it is practically impossible to be grounded, to be rooted. In this day and age, the two simple commandments, to love God with everything, an integrated, whole, connected, mind-body-spirit love, and to love your neighbor as yourself, they seem like a dream world rather than a tangible reality. In a fragmented, stretched-thin, databased world, we hardly even know our neighbor, much less love them, and loving God with everything? We hardly have anything left to give. The thing is, the beautiful world that God created is formed like a basin of relations. Every creature, every organism within the basin is interconnected and dependent upon the health of the whole. Our disjointed lives, our disconnectedness, our lack of touch with our immediate surroundings and the present moment upsets God's sacred order. 
This is true not just of our spiritual lives, but of our physical reality as well. The two cannot be separated. Every part of our lives, spiritual, relational, physical, neighbor, creature, society, are interconnected and dependent on the health of the whole. Writer and theologian Wendell Berry suggests that we don't stand against injustices because we have no place to stand. We have lost our sense of place, of interconnectedness, and thus we have lost our sense of responsibility and concern for creation and for one another. We have lost our way as creatures of God's biosphere. But the good news is, the map woven into creation can lead us home. Ched Myers proposes that the pathology of placelessness can be healed by disciplines of replacement. Covenanting with specific land and nurturing relationships within specific community can reconvert us toward the likeness of God's kingdom once more. Embracing the long-term lifestyle project of living sustainably in a particular place among a particular people can wean us off of our addictive, compulsive quest for infinitude. Wendell Berry argues that the question is how to care for each of the planet's millions of human and natural neighborhoods, each of its millions of small pieces and parcels of land, each one of which is in some precious way different from all the others. Our call is to wade in the waters, to dive deeply into a way of life that reflects our intertwined connectedness to one another as brother and sister, children and creatures of the Most High. It is no accident that at the beginning of the gospel, Jesus is baptized into the Jordan River watershed. Following in the footsteps of the wilderness prophets, at the end of Revelation, the city is transfigured into a garden watered by the river of life. From Noah to the New Jerusalem, our tradition is about the redemption of the terrestrial. What stories do you know of your own baptism? Do you remember your baptism at all? Where was it? Was it in a lake, a river, a pool, a tub, a basin, a font? Where was the water from? Even if you were baptized as an infant, people have told you the story of your baptism. Do you know where the water was from? What covenant did you make at baptism or confirmation of your baptism? To serve the Lord your God with all your days. To walk in the ways of Jesus even as he was dipped into the waters at the river Jordan. In order for us to fully live into the covenant we make at the waters of baptism, to love neighbor as self and to love God with mind, body, and spirit, we cannot neglect to address the immediate and unjust issues in our community. I charge you, beloved, to remember the covenant you made with God at the waters of baptism, to wade into the living waters of God's creation, to dip your fingers into the cool basin, and to renew your sense of connectedness with God and with neighbor. Remember that at the waters of baptism, you are claimed by God as beloved, as are your sisters and brothers surrounding you, as God's beautiful creation. It is good. You are good. May the waters of baptism remind you of your sacredness, of the holiness of God's creation, and may they call you to a renewed sense of care and responsibility. May the waters remind you of your call, and may they ground you, give you a sense of wholeness and rootedness. 
may they be a source of strength and unity of mind and purpose. Hey there, all who are thirsty, come to the water. Are you penniless? Come anyway, buy and eat. Come buy your drinks, buy wine and milk. Buy without money, everything's free. Why do you spend your money on junk food, your hard-earned cash on cotton candy? Listen to me, listen well. Eat only the best. Fill yourself only with the finest. Pay attention, come close now. Listen carefully to my life-giving, life-nourishing words. I'm making a lasting covenant commitment with you, the same that I made with David. Sure, solid, enduring love. I set him up as a witness to the nations, made him a prince and leader of the nations, and now I'm doing it to you. You'll summon nations you've never heard of, and nations who've never heard of you will come running to you. Because of me, your God, because the Holy One of Israel has honored you. Seek God while he's here to be found. Pray to him while he's close at hand. Let the wicked abandon their way of life and the evil their way of thinking. Let them come back to God, who is merciful. Come back to our God, who is lavished with forgiveness. I don't think the way you think. The way you work isn't the way I work, God's decree. For as the sky soars high above earth, so the way I work surpasses the way you work. And the way I think is beyond the way you think. Just as rain and snow descend from the skies and don't go back until they've watered the earth, doing their work of making things grow and blossom, producing seed for farmers and food for the hungry. So will the words that come out of my mouth not come back empty-handed. They'll do the work I sent them to do. They'll complete the assignment I gave them. So you'll go out in joy. You'll be led into a whole and complete life. The mountains and hills will lead the parade, bursting with song. All the trees of the forest will join the procession, exuberant with applause. No more thistles, but giant sequoias. No more thorn bushes, but stately pines. Monuments to me, to God. Living and lasting evidence of God.